0: You're listening, listening to, so Bible? to Bible Plus, Bible Plus. from Seesaw. Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hello. Welcome to today's podcast. Today we will be in Matthew 19. As we have fellowship in our previous podcast over the Gospel of Matthew, we have seen that this Gospel is a Gospel on the Kingdom, and Jesus Christ is our King, Savior. Today in this chapter, Matthew 19, I'd like to fellowship three matters that show us certain requirements to live in the reality of the Kingdom. These three matters are seen first in uh, verses 3 through 12, in which the Pharisees uh, are tempting the Lord by asking Him a question regarding divorce. The second thing is in verses 13 through 15, and that is the matter of being like a little child in the kingdom of the heavens. Third, it's in verses 16 through 22, And we here we have the account of a young man inquiring the Lord concerning eternal life. Here we'd like to uh, focus in on the Lord's response to his question or his inquiring. Apparently these three things are not related, but when we get into the depths of these things, we see that all are related to our living in the reality of the kingdom of the heavens. So on the one hand, We have been redeemed and regenerated to be the children of God. But on the other hand, there are some requirements of the kingdom to live in the reality of the kingdom. So Matthew 19, we have these three accounts to show us the kingdom requirements for our living out the kingdom life in reality. So the first matter I'd like to address here is this matter of the uh Pharisees coming to ask the Lord uh, this question regarding uh, divorce. In verse 3, it says that the Pharisees came to him, tempting him and saying, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause or for any cause? Here in this verse, we see that these Jewish religionists, they came to tempt the Lord with this question regarding man putting away his wife for any cause But the Lord here used this opportunity to um, unveil himself and his economy. The Lord's word actually exposed the seriousness of divorce and revealed that the cause of divorce is lust. If there is no lust, there actually would not be the problem of divorce. Also in verses 4 through 6, we see that the Lord's word not only recognizes God's creation of man, but also confirms God's ordination of marriage. That is, one man and one woman joined and yoked together as one flesh and inseparable by man. You know, marriage is the union of one man and one woman in God's ordination. And it is a serious matter for anyone to try to break it. Also, God's ordination involves not only the physical marriage of a man and a woman, but also it has some spiritual significance. The union of one man and one woman in marriage signifies the oneness of Christ and the church. And there is, as there is one husband for one wife, so there is also one Christ uh, for one church. There should not be more than one wife for one husband or more than one husband for one wife. So it would be a serious matter if there were uh, one Christ and many churches or one church and more than one Christ. God's ordination is to have one Christ and one church. So in figure or in in shadow, there must be one wife for one husband. That this was God's uh, ordination and creation is clearly recorded in the Word. Also in Matthew 19, verse 7, the Pharisees asked the Lord, Why then did Moses command to give her a writing of divorce to put her away? This commandment was given by Moses as a supplement to the basic law, but it was not according to God's ordination from the beginning. It was temporarily given because, the scripture tells us, uh, because of the hardness of man's heart. The Lord did not argue with the Pharisees, but rather he said in verse 8, Moses, because of your hardness of heart, allowed you to put away your wives. But from the beginning, it has not been so. So the commandment concerning divorce given by Moses was a deviation from God's original ordination. But Christ, as the heavenly king, recovered it back to the beginning for the kingdom of the heavens. This indicates that, again, the kingdom of the heavens, corresponding with God's ordination from the beginning, does not allow any divorce. Also, another thing that we need to see here in verse 8, in the last part of this verse, it says, but from the beginning it has not been so. Here we may see uh, say that there is a principle here, and this principle is the principle of recovery. Recovery means just to go back to the beginning. So in a sense, the Lord was asking the Pharisees, what would they care for, God's ordination or for the hardness of their heart? Every seeker of God should say, O oh Lord, have mercy upon me that I may care for your original ordination. I do not want to care for the hardness of my heart. I condemn and reject the hardness of my heart and return to your original ordination. This is what I mean by uh, recovery. We come now to Matthew 19, verses 13 through 15, uh, regarding the second matter, and that is the matter of the little children uh, coming to the Lord. Here the disciples rebuked those who were bringing some little children to the Lord. But in verse 14, the Lord Jesus said, Permit the little children, and do not prevent them from coming to me, for of such is the kingdom of the heavens. Then he laid his hands on them. Here the Lord stresses again that to participate in the kingdom of the heavens, we must be like little children. On the surface... These verses seem to deal with an insignificant matter, but here these verses are concerned with pride. The Lord seemed to be saying to His disciples, You should not reject these little ones, but on the contrary, you must become a little one yourself. Pride is hidden within you. You must condemn and reject your pride. If you reject your pride and become as little children you will be in the Kingdom of the Heavens. So here it is very meaningful that Matthew placed the dealing with pride between the dealing with lust and the matter of material uh, wealth. Because pride is always found between lust and the love of material riches. Brings us to actually now the third matter and here in Matthew 19, verses 16 through 22, we see the incident of the young man and his love of material riches. So there are a few things to point out here. First, in verse 16, the young man asked the Lord what good thing he must do to have eternal life. In verse 17, the Lord answered, Why are you asking me concerning that which is good? Only one is good. Hallelujah, this one is is God, and only God is good. This also indicates that the Lord Jesus is God, who is good. If he were not God, he also would not be good. The second thing to point out here from these verses is that the Lord said to the young man, if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. Here the Lord speaks about entering into life. To enter into life means to enter into the kingdom of the heavens, as indicated in verse 23. The kingdom of the heavens is a realm of God's eternal life, and when we enter into it, we enter into God's life. Uh, This differs from being saved. To be saved is to have God's life enter into us, but Uh, Whereas to enter into the kingdom of the heavens is to enter into God's life. We first are redeemed and regenerated with God's life. But then we enter into life to live and walk by God's life. One is a matter of birth and the other is a matter of living. The third thing to point out is to enter into life. The Lord said to the young man, keep the commandments. Keeping the commandments is not the requirement for salvation but is related to entering into the kingdom of the heavens. So according to Matthew 5, the constitution of the kingdom of the heavens, to enter into life requires us to meet not only the standard of the old law but also the standard of the complemented new law. So salvation requires only faith, whereas the kingdom of the heavens requires a surpassing righteousness, which issues from the keeping of the old law, plus its complement given by the heavenly king. So when the young man told the Lord that he had observed all the commandments, the Lord said to him in verse 21, If you want to be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you shall have treasure in heaven and come follow me. Even if the young man had observed the commandments of the old law, as he had claimed, he was still not perfect, and up to the standard of the requirement of the complemented law, because he was not willing to sell what he had and lay up treasure in heaven as the constitution of the kingdom required it. To follow the Lord is to love him above all things, We may say this is the supreme requirement for entering into the kingdom of the heavens. Verse 22 continues and says, But the young man, hearing this word, went away sorrowing, for he had many possessions. Loving material possessions above the Lord causes us uh, uh, or causes one to be sorrowful. But those who love Christ above all things are joyful. The Lord said that it is more difficult for someone who loves money to enter into the kingdom than it is for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Here this illustrates that uh, it reveals the seriousness of the love of money as far as the kingdom is concerned. So the love of money is the greatest hindrance to the entering into the kingdom. Only by the divine life can we fulfill the requirements of the kingdom. It is possible to fulfill these requirements when we have the grace to do so. By our human life, it is impossible, but by the divine life with the divine grace, it is possible. In fact, it is a joy. What a joy to lay up treasure in the heavens. So to end, as believers that have received his life, there is the need to take the Lord's word in a serious way and open ourselves to the Lord concerning lust, pride, and the hidden love of riches as revealed in Matthew 19. May the Lord have mercy upon us to give us a thorough dealing with these matters for the kingdom of the heavens. Have a good day. Take care.